Hello, my name's Philip and welcome to another look into the Psalms and in Psalm 4 today, uh, which is, I think, a conversation with God. So let's have a conversation with God as we look into this Psalm. It's interesting when we look at the Psalms that what we find is so often that a distinction is drawn between God and his people and also between God's people and other people. It's common in many, many Psalms that we see that, that tension almost sometimes happening. But the other thing we see, and particularly in this Psalm, as in many other Psalms uh, that David wrote, uh, there is a conversation going on between David and God. And sometimes it's God speaking, and sometimes it's David speaking. Occasionally it's difficult, it's a bit of a challenge to find out which one is, is which, but here I think it's fairly clear. So as we come to this conversation with God this morning, let's first listen to Psalm 4 together. Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin. When you're on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. Many, Lord, are asking, who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy when their grain and new wine abound. In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Like so many of the Psalms, uh, this one, a conversation with God that David is having, yes, but there are elements in the psalm which are sometimes very personal. It's it, there's, and We come across here, me and my, several times. And other times it's much more general, much more corporate, uh, applying to other people outside of ourselves. In fact, applying to all of God's people uh, outside of just the, the me and the, the individual. David starts, as we've listened to it now, answer me when I call to you. Answer me when I call. What a way of starting to speak to God. Answer me when I call. It feels like you've been so quiet on me, God. Answer me now. Because he's in a difficult situation. He says, give me relief from my distress. It's an interesting conversation that David is having with God. He is in distress at this time. And he wants some answers from God. You see, it is a time of uncertainty. It is for David. And so often it is for us as well. We're in a time of uncertainty. Listen again. He says, many are asking, who can show us any good? Let the light of your face shine upon us. In times of uncertainty, we wonder sometimes whether it's ever going to come right again. Are we ever going to get this situation sorted out? Are we ever going to see our lives straightened out again? Simplified again? Uh, looking more widely, are we ever going to see our nation, our, our world 
sorted out again, living God's way, is, is anyone ever going to see something good in our lives, in our world, in our society? It's a difficult and a confusing time. And perhaps you're going through that now. Perhaps someone listening, watching this, you're going through that right now. For others of us, life's okay at present. But we need to remember we can have these kinds of conversations with our God. Honest, down-to-earth, real conversations with God. God does have something to say here in this psalm. He does speak to David. Listen to verse 2. How long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? God is saying to us sometimes... What's going on in your life? I've not been first. To, to quote from Revelation and where Jesus is sending his letter to the Ephesian church, you've left your first love. You've put me down somewhere. You've left me somewhere in your experience, in your life. Why are you doing that? And we need to come back to him. We need to put him first again. We need just to reaffirm our love for him, our commitment to him, our willingness to be obedient to him. Because God asks some awkward questions sometimes. How long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you go your own way? How long will you trust your own abilities? How long will you continue not to listen to what I'm saying to you. But David says, let the light of your face shine upon us, Lord. The light of your face. Lord, we want to know you looking upon us. We want to know you smiling down on us. We want to know the warmth and the joy and the, and the presence and the glory of you looking down upon our lives in grace and in blessing and in love. So David's in this conversation with God. And, and, and in here as well, we see this distinction between God's people and other people. David knows about it in verse 3. He says, Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. That's David's confidence. We need to have a confidence when we're in a conversation with God. We need to have a confidence that he's there to listen to us and to hear us. And he says, the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. I don't know about you, we don't always feel very godly. But it's not about how we feel. It's about the fact that God makes us godly. He makes us righteous. His whole purpose and plan is to make us God-like, like himself, like Jesus. It's the work of God by his spirit in our lives. It's not our work. It's not, and we, sometimes we try so hard to do it right. And God says, I want to come in because I want to make you right. And that's the distinction between those who are his people and others who are just trying to work it out on their own. Don't be one of those people trying to work it out on your own. Be one of those people that says, God, you can, you've can, you got this. You can fix this. You can sort this. You can sort me. Listen as we close. 
to David's confidence as he has this conversation with God. You've filled my heart with greater joy than when there grain and new wine abound. What he's saying is, look, look, God can do something in our lives that can fill us with joy. Despite the circumstances around us, other people look for good circumstances. In an agricultural nation, people will look for, is the, is the harvest coming? Have the rains come? Have, is what we've planted going to bear fruit for us so we can feed our families? But even when it's all going quite badly wrong, God gives his people a joy and a peace and a hope because he's at work in our lives. And so David closes, I will lie down and sleep in peace. If you're listening to this, watching this at night, lie down and sleep in peace, knowing that God is in your life and on your life and leading your life. I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. What a God and what a conversation with such a loving, kind, generous, gracious God. God bless you.